Hello, and welcome back to Further Explanation, the Taylor Swift podcast. There may be no further explanation by Taylor, but there will be from us. I am your co-host, Callie. And I am Kaya. And we are the Swifty sisters, whether we yes, like it or not. We are. <laughs> Taylor has given us the Speak Now well, TV. actually, redo that. Someone has been arrested for leaking <laughs> the Speak Now TV, whatever, cover and back cover. Which is an interesting predicament to find yourself in. <laughs> Can you imagine being that person? That is ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. But is it true that she's suing them? Oh, God, I hope not. That's so pathetic, Taylor. <laughs> Get alive. But they're going to jail for like eight months. Which is so preposterous. Stupid. So absolutely preposterous. Stupid. People on Twitter were like, um, did you ever hear of stealing? It's a crime like stealing from a billionaire <laughs> stealing some cds from a billionaire <laughs> good god <laughs> yeah it's it's Ooh. just stupid just just so stupid. ridiculous but um because Here of that <laughs> i've seen so many people though who are like upset that that person leaked it because then Taylor had to post it early and we didn't get that. Hmm, I didn't get my purple vlog video. Please. If we, Give me we, a we break. We figured those out in like 30 seconds anyways. It's mostly just, there's no point in posting them because like. And she's and she's done them twice already. Like, who are you to say that she was even going to do that again anyway? I mean, she's dragging her ass on Speak Now, so someone had to push her along. <laughs> We have the Speak Now Taylor's version tracklist, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the back cover, the photos. Um, we've talked a little bit about the front cover, but we're really going to just... All the we, little treasures we got in this little... This little... Just one pirate. little photo. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe and follow us so you don't miss out on future episodes. And for our Spotify listeners, you can tap the plus sign to add this episode to your saved episodes if you can't listen to all of it right now. So we're going to talk about the back album cover. We're going to talk about the track list and how these new vault track titles compare to the song titles already on the album and how these songs fit in with the Speak Now album concept. And let me just set the scene because Please I do. was in the car on my way to the Paramore concert <laughs> when this happened. I opened my phone and I see... Just a shitstorm. <laughs> because, for those of you who don't know, I'm the resident Paramore slash Haley Williams slash Taylor Swift lover. And this was insane for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, my, my Twitter timeline is basically half Paramore and then like 15% miscellaneous other artists that I love and then like half Taylor. So, yeah, my whole timeline was in flames this morning, this day. <laughs> And I was already freaking out because I was going to see Paramore that day. I saw mm -hmm. Haley Williams on the night that this happened. So, which is crazy. <laughs> Think about the sequence of events of Haley getting that Speak Now bracelet, and you were like, "I swear to God." Yep. Because I've been predicting this for a while. I mean, you we have, all you can go thought. back. You we all can go back and listen to our previous Speak Now related episodes. And Kaya had been saying in almost yeah. every episode, Haley Williams on Speak Now TV. So you're welcome because Kaya brought this into the universe. I mean, it's very likely that Haley found our podcast and, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, you know what? You know what? Let me just call. What if we just called Taylor, call Taylor up? up. 
so first of all, she announced Speak Now while we were there. And that's mm-hmm. our album. And then she she has Haley on a Speak Now song. <laughs> what are the chances of this? It's just, it's just insane. It's really insane. And then, of course, the day I see Paramore, she that well, she's forced to announce that. So yeah, this is this has been pretty great for me. <laughs> Before we talk about individual tracks, the tracks, let's just talk about the back cover. This photo is absolutely gorgeous. Stunning. I love that it looks like it was just taken on a set with like just a plain backdrop. She it used looks, to do all her album photo shoots. It looks exactly like the original Speak Now album shoot and that makes me so happy. I need her, I really, really need her to continue having a whole new photo shoot for the rest of the re-recordings. And she's got the ballet shoe on in this photo. I saw some people were like, her toe's not pointed and she's not whatever, but it's like, she's not a ballerina. Yeah, that's not the purpose what of are you expecting? this album. <laughs> this dress is absolutely stunning. It was designed by the same designer who did the dress that Taylor wore on the original Speak Now cover. And it shows. Mm-hmm. And it shows. And this just goes to show that you can do a good job at this. <laughs> you can put in effort. You can make something new and fresh that represents how you currently feel while also accurately capturing the original album that it's for. <laughs> One of the only like main problems I had with the Speak Now TV front cover was the black background. It just made me sad. I was missing the white. I had three, three problems. <laughs> <laughs> the black background, the hair, and... No, the no fact that words. she was well, okay, four, four problems. problems. <laughs> no words, and the fact that she was turned the opposite way. Not that big of a deal, but it feels random because she's doing it in some and not others. So I feel like mm-hmm. be consistent, and be consistent, and don't turn the wrong way. <laughs> but I, now that I've seen the back cover with that lighter contrast, it makes me yeah. feel like the front cover is a bit more of like her. An evolution, kind of a darker yes, take on it. and the back it. cover is more of a celebration of what the album was. And, like, I don't know. I just really At appreciate that. At least you that. have the celebration there. And it, it makes me respect the front cover being darker. Like, this is a different thing than the original album. That's fine if you change that. But to still come back in with the original theme and tone Although of it isn't the original. White. It is kind of pink. Yeah, but I'm fine with that. I know. That doesn't bother me at all. I know. I'm just going to point out all the flaws. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the changes. Yeah. Like, at least she's got the title of the album on the back cover, you know? At least it's yeah. somewhere. I just don't like the new modern age of minimalism and not having art and not having anything cool on your covers. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you like this font that she used for Speak Now? I like that I'm she did two layers it. of it, at least. Like yeah. the light purple and the dark purple. Yeah, because I feel like if it had just been the dark purple... It'd be too sparse. Yeah. It does emulate that, like, paint splattery effect of the original mm-hmm. cover. Her hair looks beautiful. And I love to... This is such a small thing, but I love that she's got, like, the, the track names in a bolder font. Mm-hmm. And then everything else in a mm-hmm. not bold font. Because mm-hmm. it actually makes the words legible you can actually <laughs> yes. read it but i i love that pose that she's got she just looks so it on looks very on the back oh yeah the on back the back cover great. it looks like that youthful carefree i don't know she just she captured the energy she really did and yep. part of me wishes that she had worn a dress by that same designer for the front cover me too. too i wish also 
but whatever. Pick my battles. <laughs> <laughs> we pick them. We sure do. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the vault. Before we get into like each individual track, I just think this is really interesting because when you just look at the just the names of the original tracks on Speak Now, the story of us, Sparks Fly, they sound very like fantasy storybook, but then you hear them and they're kind of like not really what you would expect. And so it's interesting to me to look at these titles of the vault tracks. And, you know, we now we do know what the album sounds like. It's not like this is something totally new, but whatever I have in my mind for what this could be, it might be totally not that at all. And that's something that I think is so fun about Speak Now is it's, it really does subvert expectations in so many ways. And I think so many people just do not understand this album. They just no, do not no, get no, it. Definitely not. And I think Better Than Revenge, like you hear that and you're like, what is that about? Maybe she's like rising above. <laughs> nope. She's sinking down, down below. <laughs> I just have not, because how many years have we begged for a rock album pretty much since Speak Now? Yeah, when she gave us that little taste, we were like, we more, more. We needed more. And I can't believe we're about to get more rock songs from Taylor Swift in 2023. It's really crazy. And especially the fact that it's not just some, like, modern rock, whatever, mm -hmm. because you never knew what she would do if she, we actually got a rock album. <laughs> it's kind of a scary thought. But this is perfect because she's going back in time and saying, hey, remember when I was already doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that she has Haley Williams and Fall Out Boy is so insane. Let's kind of talk a little bit about like how these songs will fit in with the Speak Now album concept. And this is kind of something that we'll talk about too, like as we get into the tracks, but like just to kind of kick us off before we start going track by track. Speak Now is an album about saying how you feel when you know how you feel. It's an album about learning from the times that you didn't speak up, from the times that you didn't say what was on your mind, that you didn't say how you feel to the people that deserve to hear that. I'm really intrigued to get more of that story from her. The songs on Speak Now are so long, they're kind of their own... She, she gives you a lot of information in one song, and she doesn't really touch on the same storyline or the same thing that many times compared to an album like Red or 1989 or Reputation where they're all pretty much about like one connected event. Speak Now has got so many different things going on, so many different storylines and so many different things that happened to her while she was writing for this album. And so I'm really interested to hear what events on the original track list are present in the vault. If we're going to get new, completely new things that she's never shared with us before, or if we're going to get just like expanded information and more details from her about the stuff that's already included narratively on the album. So starting off with Electric Touch featuring Fall Out Boy. Immediately the title makes you think Sparks Fly. Mm -hmm. Obviously Sparks Electricity. Taylor has been saying for years, probably since like 2008 or 9, that uh, Patrick and Pete, the members of Fall Out Boy that write lyrics, are some of her biggest lyrical inspirations, and she's learned so much from them. Like, I remember even in, like, 2019 when she was promoting Lover, she did an interview with Zane Lowe, <laughs> and she was like, Pete Wentz is probably, if I had to pick a favorite lyricist, it would be a tie between him and Lana Del Rey. Blank Space is a song that's just zingers, one after another after another, which I definitely learned from listening to Fall Out Boy. During Lover era, she 
collaborated with he who must not be named but Mm -hmm. he also had a band in that time period who was doing the same sort of emo rock punk rock whatever you want to call it it's so funny that that song came out sounding like that is what came out of it yeah like that is not at all what i would have ever expected no but anyway all that to say it's just very full circle to know to have a fallout boy and Haley on speak now and it makes me really happy to know that Taylor understands Speak Now the way that it is meant to be understood. Like, I was kind of fearing that she maybe didn't because it didn't win awards. And so she, she, she has, she disconnects from albums that don't do well. Just yeah, because we've seen that, how many songs, she's basically done with Folklore and 1989 on the surprise songs, and every other album was like begging for <laughs> interaction. The success of her albums is really what drives her and motivates her to make a lot of her decisions. I thought maybe that we had kind of gotten away from that in recent years, but you know, I feel like with the re-recordings, we're kind of seeing that that's just like a deep rooted thing in her. But um, just her putting a fallout boy and Haley Williams on this album gives me some faith. And on a more cynical note, it's also just like a great business move for her. And she knows that. <laughs> well, no, like that's, that's true though, because I think so many people don't get this album because maybe this style of music isn't their like preferred genre that's not their favorite sound and so when they listen to this album their expectations aren't met you know like with what you would expect from a Taylor Swift album and then the sounds that you hear in this album and if that's not what you naturally lean towards if you're a cruel summer august kind of swifty this is not going to be your cup of tea probably but this was what started everything so We've never been like crazy Fall Out Boy fans. We had the, obviously we grew up with the classics and the Dance Dance, Sugar Going Down, all that, all that great stuff. And we love those songs. And then when we got into Woodry Hill, we got into mm-hmm. a few more deep cuts. So we, we, we understand the scene. We, we've been there sort of adjacent. So this is very exciting. I, I'm very excited to hear this. Mm-hmm. I think. And what's interesting too is. <laughs> what? I just I had no thoughts after I, know, I said that. I came in and saved you. Yes. Um, it's n- <laughs> keep you in mind. I think when I have no thoughts in my head at all. <laughs> keep in mind that this is just a vocal feature. It's not a co-write. Which aren't aren't both of them? Yes. So it's not going to sound super Fallout Boy esque. We unless you know they were co-producers, which they could have been. We don't have that information and I'm sure yet. The reason she put them on the song is because she was writing it with their inspiration in mind. You know. Mm-hmm. This is just my guess, and that's kind of what we're going to do as we go through these. We're going to just say what we believe these songs are going to sound like. My understanding of Electric Touch is it's going to sound like Sparks Fly. I'm kind of getting like some Back to December just with the strings. I feel like I could see that being in there. I feel like she's going to do classic rock because even on this album, she has lots of rock influences, but she, there's still like, I don't know. I feel like she didn't let herself go full Fall Out Boy rock, you know? So I could see this being mm-hmm. like one of those songs that was a little bit more and she didn't keep on the album. Because I was listening to Fall Out Boy last night, mm-hmm. adding to my Speak Now era playlist. And um, yeah, she added Sugar We're Going Down to her pre-show playlist for the Eras tour also. So mm-hmm. I think that was a little bit of a hint also. And so I wouldn't be surprised if this is like just a classic of the era rock song, mm-hmm. um, pop rock song, and perfect for Fall Out Boy. 
I would love to know what these songs sounded like when she made them and compared to what they're going to sound like when we get them on Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. Definitely. God, I hope it doesn't sound anything modern. And if she stays true to what it sounded like on Speak Now, yeah. to what the album was, yeah. that won't be the case. Yeah. But, but if she, she decides she can do whatever to... she wants, and we know that she does. <laughs> Electric Touch is just such an interesting title, though, because Speak Now was the first album that Taylor mentioned adult things. <laughs> she yeah. talks about there's a drawer of my things at your place. Uh, you touch me once and you realize I'm much better than you thought I would be. <laughs> she talks about mattresses and what people mm-hmm. do on them. Yeah. She brushes up against sexuality without ever actually like Honestly more than even like Red has Treacherous and Red has a few songs like that. But these are her like cheeky kind of like you There's know. There's really only two two things on red, I feel like, and that's treacherous, like all of treacherous, the whole thing. And then that line in All Too Well where she says, Nights when you made me your own. And here she's saying you were on the mattress. <laughs> she's giving the details, <laughs> which I love. She is just so blunt on this album. Mm-hmm. Sparks fly. If you're not paying attention, you might not mm-hmm. even notice. And it, the the music of it doesn't sound anything sinister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very happy song sounding. But this, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, she can go into the edge and the dark kind of sound of Fall Out Boy and, like, the rockier vibes. And it's like she went more into the rock and she went probably more into the innuendo. Less innuendo and more, but just being direct. <laughs> so yeah. I could totally see that. Because, like, listening, I was listening to them last night, and I was like, man, these songs are so good. And I was like, mm-hmm. I would love for Taylor to, to do something like this. And obviously, mm-hmm. she did something like it, but it had her own flavor, and it was very fitting for the Speak Now era and for like everyone who knew her already. Because she dipped her toes in with Forever and Always. And um, yeah, this could just be a little bit further. And that's why I didn't make the album. And I would not be surprised. And I'm very excited to hear it. Very, very excited. This, mm-hmm. These are going to be my most excited vault tracks. Definitely. And what track number was Electric Touch? That was 17. Okay. So track 17, Electric Touch. And then track 18, When Emma Falls in Love. And this is interesting, people, because... Everyone knows during this time period, Emma Stone, a certain starlet named Emma Stone, rose <laughs> to prominence in Hollywood. And Taylor Swift said, Oh, I'm going to be friends with her. <laughs> so they became friends. And this is around the time period she started dating Andrew Garfield because they were filming. Amazing Spider Man came out in 2012. So she could have written this like maybe slightly after. Speak Now came out, which I wouldn't fault her for putting this on. So yeah, this is very interesting. Everyone loves Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> so she, And she knows that, and she knows that. So um, it's definitely going to have some... If it's not direct, it's going to be ambiguous in either way. It's probably... I, I, can just, I can just see that being what it's about, or what it, she's like alluding to. And fans are going to have a heyday with that, uh, let me just tell you. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be crazy. Well, have you heard the theory or the idea that if it's not about Emma Stone, that it's about Jane Austen's book, Emma, they've kind of linked back to uh, a previous era's show when Taylor was talking about like Speak Now being one of the first times that she was writing about fictional characters and because of like comparisons in the book it's about this character emma who is rich and snobby but deep down her greatest ambition in life is to just see others happy have you seen clueless right Mm -hmm. clueless is an adaptation of emma Mm -hmm. and also i've have you seen emma the movie no yeah she's like the matchmaker 
of her friends, which is totally Taylor, which would be, honestly, it'd be funny if, like, you know, she's talking about, it could be about her friend, who she's, like, rooting for to fall in love, or it could be, it's so funny that those are the two things people are saying, um, but she's the matchmaker, she never gets love, she just loves to get other people, set up other people, and get in other people's business. <laughs> yeah, it would be a cool take to be, like, because in the end, she obviously falls in love. And it would be a cool take to write about, like, the matchmaker, the girl that's not the not the leading lady. She's not Juliet, but she, when she falls in love. That's cool. And I also saw people make some comparisons to that character being, like, seen as rich and snobby and misunderstood in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I could see that, like, what we've talked about, Taylor, this was her first album where she was writing about, like, she was rich and famous at this point and kind of grappling with adulthood and understanding that her life was not normal and like most people's lives. So I don't know, I could see that. And that would be, that would be interesting. And it's kind of like, it's similar in a way to like the taming of the shrew because Emma is like, people get really annoyed with Emma and she kind of does things that people don't like. She gets into business a little too much (laughs) and she's very like, she's, she's a complex female character. And so that would be interesting, especially because we've seen her be a complex female character and better than revenge has lots of interesting themes about women so yeah this would be interesting like the title just it's so specific you know it's one of those things mm-hmm. it's like i'm either gonna love it or i'm gonna be like me it could just be like a sweet cute little throwaway song yeah but i think it'll be good okay track 19 we have i can see you and this is so funny because First of all, creepy. <laughs> but you wrote down two things that you think my initial thoughts on it are something different. So go ahead and read yours and then I'll say mine. Okay. So I said I could see this song being like, I can see you with her. The her being Camilla Bell, who was the subject of Better Than Revenge. And the you being Joe Jonas. Or this being like I can see you as in I can see it all now that you're gone like a hindsight's 2020 thing this title is interesting because it's almost like the first part of a sentence the only thing that I thought of was like a song directly to her fans in the in the audience you know like mm. something like I can see you like you exist to me and you're, you matter and whatever Aww. like that so I thought maybe that would be it which would be cool because it would follow the long live theme and it would make sense if she removed it just so she have long live as be be the song for the fans even though she wrote it about her band let's clarify because mm-hmm. <laughs> she said she was thinking a lot spending a lot of time thinking about the little girls in the crowd so I think that'd be sweet 20 well let's just point out before we move on from I can see you that it is track 19 which is the age Taylor was when she wrote most of this album track 20 castles crumbling featuring Haley Williams. Oh God, How crazy I can't it's real. I can't that you real. are saying that right now. I cannot believe that it's real. My wife and my mother on one track. <laughs> on the Bible album. <laughs> it's insane. We asked you guys to send us your Speak Now vault track theories and ideas. And one of the ones we got was that there could be a possible parallel between Castle's Crumbling and whatever this song is about and the lyric that Taylor references in Call It What You Want on Reputation where she says, my castle crumbled overnight. I could definitely see that being the case, but I also feel like there is a high probability that this song will just not be what it sounds like. I was going to say she referenced the castle crumbling at the end of the Bejeweled video. I wonder if when we get these songs, if 
we would go back and watch the Bejeweled video if there would be like so many other Easter eggs and hints that we just couldn't have known. Especially if your theory that you're about to share about mm -hmm. that song being like the lead single is true. So go yeah. ahead and share that. Because Taylor Nation posted the clip of her with the castle and kept the castle whenever Haley, the Haley announcement came out. Mm -hmm. You have how much will Haley be in the song? God, I hope of her, so at least. <laughs> I she cannot can't imagine. Not, I don't, no, she wouldn't do that. There's no universe in which Taylor Swift has Haley Williams on a song and just makes her sing backup vocals. No, no, no. There is a universe. I just hope it's not the one we're in. <laughs> okay, so this is, okay, at Kiss Evermore. <laughs> Thank you. I give you all credit for this theory. Um, Haley and Taylor have been friends. They met at a 2008 Grammy party, exchanged numbers, started hanging out in Nashville. Fearless, obviously, Taylor was known as the fairy tale girl. She had all the fairy tale imagery. Romeo and Juliet, Paramore, at that time, had just had their biggest album yet and had a mainstream breakthrough. Brick by Brick was recorded in 2009. Haley's explanation of the song is this. Haley Williams called the song a story about a girl who escaped reality through pictures and fairy tales and anything that wasn't the real story. This way, she'd look perfect to everyone else and we'd all think that she's got it together, but being that it was all for show, it couldn't last. And she stated that it isn't autobiographical, so it's not about herself. And what song is this? Brick by Brian Brick on Brand New Eyes. So, obviously, in Love Story, she says, Romeo, save me. And in Brick by Brian Brick, she said her prince finally came to save her, and the rest you can figure out. But it was a trick, and the clock struck 12. So, it's kind of like a twisted take on the whole fairy tale happy mm -hmm. ending that Taylor was writing in every, basically, song at that mm -hmm. point. In Brick by Brian Brick, she says, we'll bury the castle. So, go get your shovel, and we'll, we'll dig a deep hole to bury the castle. We'll bury the castle. So it's very, and obviously love story, she's in a castle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's very interesting. There's lots of little hints there I could totally see. And I mean, I could totally see Haley writing this about Taylor. It's so funny, the the way that they really inspired each other. Mm -hmm. That's such a special, unique thing. Like Taylor, if you all don't know, um, wrote the song Speak Now about Haley's life. Allegedly, but we pretty much know. Well, yeah, any time that any Taylor Swift fan says that this is what the song is about may not be true because mm -hmm. Taylor's never actually confirmed or denied. There's literally an interview where she's explaining. She's like, I was sitting with my friend and my friend was telling me about this. Her ex is getting married. And I was like, well, are you going to speak now? Mm -hmm. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, are you going to speak now? Are you going to go and speak now or forever hold your peace? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they write songs about each other and that's pretty much confirmed. And Haley has been alluding to this a lot lately because she kept posting about Speak Now, how Speak Now is her favorite era. And it's so personal to her. She mm -hmm. cried at the era's tour during Enchanted. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so it's not just the lyric parallels because um, the music video of Brick by Boring Brick totally parallels Taylor's style and image at the time. So... This is a photo from the Brick by Boring Brick music oh, video. Oh, wow. And that's her in the 15 music video. Yeah. They're literally wearing the same outfit. She had, Haley, Haley has a blonde wig in this. Wait, is it a blonde wig? She might have been blonde at the time. I can't really keep track of her hair colors. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's blonde in the music video for the first time ever. And then the background is like CGI sunsets and like really like fairy tale-y looking stuff. It looks just like the still from the 15 video and then there's a scene where a little girl dressed like Haley runs towards the castle it's it's just there's a lot to unpack there also she digs a grave for the little girl to like run into it's it's kind of dark and twisted song but it's like the little innocent fairy tale girl is gone sort of is that like her younger self um yeah and it's very similar to look what you made me do also <laughs> 
The mm. old Taylor is dead. Thank you to Sarah who wrote this thread. I'm I'm very grateful to you. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be on our Twitter at SwiftyPod13 if you guys want to go check that out. There's a lot of other parallels in the thread throughout songs that back and forth they kind of reflect each other mm-hmm. um and then she talks about how it's not a stretch because speak now castles crumbling mm-hmm. the fact that their song is called castles crumbling just drives this whole theory home honestly castles crumbling really does sound like a track title that would have been on speak now to mm-hmm. me it's so funny so many of the songs on speak now were like just one word titles Mm-hmm. Um, or just like a couple words. And so when Emma falls in love to me just doesn't feel like a track title that would be on Speak Now. It just kind of throws you off a little bit. Also, um, I have to mention September 29th, 2009, Taylor tweeted at 2 a.m. at Yellow Williams, in all caps, brand new eyes, downloading, listening, loving. She was listening. She was loving. She was downloading. <laughs> She was tuned in. And she tweeted about Brand New Eyes twice. That That's on here. In October again in 2009. So she was listening to Brand New Eyes, which the Brick by Boy and Brick is on. She was aware. She and was aware. Taylor brought Haley Williams out on the Speak Now tour. And they sang That's What You Get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a very Taylor-coded song because it's like, mm-hmm. damn it, I let my heart win. Yep. <laughs> and that's what I got. <laughs> So I feel like Castle's Crumbling will just, like, this is the one that I feel like I trust to be the most familiar Speak Now sounding to me. Also just because it's just even closer than the Fall Out Boy feature. And the Fall Out Boy feature is, it's very Speak Now coded, but Haley Williams is like, she's in the fabric of this album and this era. Yeah. Yeah, Misery Business is the blueprint for Better Than Revenge. Track 21 foolish one i don't know i could see this being about i have not even thought about this at all this is the track title that i have not thought about and i might come back that might come back to bite me because it might be my favorite and i'll be like kaya you idiot but there's been a lot going on okay (laughs) this is the one that i'm like i could just see this being about so many different things like she Mm -hmm. could be talking about herself Mm -hmm. um in like a regretful way she could Mm -hmm. be talking about any of the subjects of these songs that are already on the album whose stories we know parts of and this is another one that the title just sounds speak now to me i don't know like i could see it being like a regretful about herself and john mayer like i'm the foolish one like before she realized that no actually that was not my fault or i could see it being about like you are the foolish one because you thought that i would forget about this like maybe (laughs) like a angry like i don't know I'm curious. It's a very pointed title, so I, there's going to be something to say. <laughs> and you know what's so, like, Speak Now is an album that didn't, it had, like, such a perfect blend of, like, upbeat songs that you could dance to and mm-hmm. slow ballads. There was no, like, oh, now this is the sad song. It yeah. was, like, it was all together just coexisting mm-hmm. harmoniously it's on the album. It's the perfect blend of both. And, like, you have Dear John, which starts off really slow, but then it mm-hmm. kind of, like, builds towards the end. It's not dancey, but it's... No, it it's just, a power ballad yes there are quiet moments i could see foolish one being like either of the two and let me just say because when she was talking about writing speak now she said every single song is like an open letter to someone Mm -hmm. to a person so i'm i am going to assume that these songs will follow that Mm -hmm. which is interesting that gives a whole new layer to them track 22 is timeless and this is so funny because if you were around during 2016 17 you 15 16 
15, well, 16? It was really... Mm, it was 17, too. It was, like, it was pre-1989. And then again after 1989. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> had a revival. Everyone thought she was going to have an album called Timeless. And what's so funny is she did this to, on Midnight's. She put Karma on Midnight's. Why is she doing this <laughs> Is she just trying to laugh in our faces? <laughs> I really hope this is not a song that she just, like, went back and wrote. I wouldn't put it past her. I don't want that I, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, um, but if it's not, I'm just going to pretend for a second it's not and that she actually had this song all along and that somehow fans just knew and pretended the albums were Well, maybe, it. maybe, <laughs> maybe it got leaked and that's where that came from, you know? But it just wasn't clear that it was a speaking out track. Maybe people thought it was an upcoming track. I'm just going to pretend for a second that it's not because I actually would be very excited about this song because you know my thing with time. And she similarly has this thing with time that I have. And I think she also is consequently the cause of this thing for time that I have because <laughs> she put Never Grow Up on an album and Innocent on the same album when I was seven years old. So she will have to answer for that eventually. But <laughs> for now, I'm very excited to see what this is going to be because I think it's, it could either be just something kind of like upbeat and like, yeah, I'm timeless. <laughs> it's never, it's never that, never yeah. that. But, or it could be something related to the nothing new angle it could be a love song, like, you don't know. Yeah, it could be, like, our love is, we never go out of style, you know, we're mm -hmm. timeless. Yeah. There are a lot of themes of growing up on this album. Mm -hmm. You know, she yeah. touches on that in Never Grow Up, obviously. She touches on that in Innocent. And so I could see this being, like, another chapter of that. That's what I hope it is, because I like to be depressed, I guess. <laughs> I like to be punched in the face by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so for the re-recordings, I will never replace the opening and closing tracks of the albums, but it is no. fun to think like the alternate closing track for The Vault. So for Speak Now, Timeless is this like alternate closing track for The Vault, which is very interesting, interesting. considering the title. It does give long live energy in that way. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be, because she put it last, so I'm sure it'll probably be something upbeat. Kaya, did you know that you actually said, I was listening to our She Said Speak Now episode, and you said, we were talking about the Speak Now TV cover, and you said, well, I think she just wants it to be timeless. <laughs> like, said that. Oh, my mind. <laughs> and it kind of, like, tripped me out a little bit. Like, just, what is it with, like, you predicted Haley Williams, like, you brought that into the universe we brought speak now tv to her in nashville like we're just deeply deeply connected to this in album sync with this yes and this re-recording i'm just really excited for how these songs are going to expand the speak now universe and the, like wait we're getting more self-written songs from taylor from mm -hmm. speak now like that <laughs> to get new material from one of the most important albums of your childhood of your life of your favorite artist's career of the most underrated album ever it's just of your favorite album ever it's just so it's just insane and the fact that she's gonna do this for three more albums is just like it's wild and i don't say this with a superiority complex but to have lived with these albums and like this one in particular for all these years and then suddenly to have expanded versions of them with new songs and new stories is just a very weird and wild experience 
Mm-hmm. Like I cannot explain what is going on in my brain. And we yeah. are so close to this album. So which let's like put in our final predictions of which vault song do you think will have will the music. be the music video that she did in Liverpool? Mm-hmm. And do you um, think there will be a visual for a standard track as well? And if so, which ones do you hope gets the okay. visual? Castle's Cumberland, I hope gets something. And I think it could get something. I would not be surprised at all. Maybe foolish one or timeless getting that thing that we saw the happen. Liverpool visual <laughs> yeah um if it's something on the speak now thing I could see long live I guess I could see mm. I could see better than revenge in her way honestly I'm scared what she does for better than revenge I hope she doesn't change it at all but I don't know it might be hard for her to to take to leave that opportunity you know it might she might have to just jump on that opportunity to do something that rewrites history and makes every little Mm -hmm. flaw on her image go away and um a good way to do that without changing the song even if she could very well do this while changing the song is to make a music Mm -hmm. video and change the meaning of the song so better than revenge i'm you stole (laughs) my music and not my boyfriend (laughs) and you are a grown man Mm -hmm. so i will hold you accountable (laughs) i feel like for the visual that we know is coming, um, I could see that being for Castles mm-hmm. Crumbling, especially if your theory that you gave is true and that comes to fruition. I could see that. But I don't know. We didn't see Haley Williams on set. We saw like Taylor Lautner and... Well, she only showed us what she wanted us to see enough that would give us a distraction from all the hullabaloo that was going on with her social life, her personal life. I don't think that's that means that she's not in it or that means anything necessarily. I need to see that music video. <laughs> we will in due time, Do you think she's going to... Do you think we're going to get that before the album or like when we get the album, we're also getting that? Probably when. Okay. I feel like annoying. I feel like I'm kind of okay with that because like I don't want to experience a song from this album outside of yeah like, I want to okay listen to too. the album top to bottom a song on the standard edition track that I would like to see get a visual if that is even like in the realm of possibility would be better than revenge or Superman <laughs> you know that's not happening <laughs> here's the thing is I'm both like I want people to hear superman taylor's version and regret every bad thing they ever said about it yes and i want them to feel bad about it Mm -hmm. but i also feel like too bad you missed your chance this song is mine you didn't get it before you don't deserve to get it now i feel like we have failed to mention that when taylor sang haunted acoustic a couple nights ago she said this is one of her favorites shut up it is not it is not. I think she gets on stage every night and lies. <laughs> she pisses me off. Well, it's like, if it's one of your favorites, treat it like one of your favorites. Exactly. She just wants to get the, into the good graces of all the people who love Haunted. Because we have good taste. But, sorry, you've never treated Haunted good. <laughs> it sounded so good on I the know. guitar. I know. And it actually... I wasn't really upset about not getting those two acoustic songs until she sang it with the guitar. And I was like, damn. I knew that would hurt every time if she ever did that. Also, another thing I think she lied about last night is saying that Cool Summer... Okay, Cool Summer is now a single. We talked about this yesterday. And she said last night, well, you know, I always wanted Cool Summer to be the single (laughs) of Lover. It was my always personal favorite. And um, the only thing... I'm not going to say the pandemic did it, but the pandemic did it. Oh my God. That annoyed me so bad because who... Who chose... Me as the lead single, you need to come down 
at the second single lover i don't remember which one that was and the man as the next singles who did that taylor who made music videos for all four of those songs who promoted those songs to radio who performed me with brendan urine <laughs> that just came to me i had to do it i had to do it it came to me <laughs> i had to do it in the moment sorry <laughs> that's too good 300 million times. That's the funniest thing that has ever been said on this podcast. And morning shows and, and places where people were not asking for. <laughs> I don't understand how you can make us live through that lover era. And then now four years later, be like, by the way, this is what I really wanted to do. She's like, <laughs> she was just, all she did was she's like, oh, you guys like Cool Summer? Me too. Yeah. She's so annoying. That is so annoying. Everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God, we were going to get the Cool Summer music video. You guys have not been here very long. <laughs> well, here's the thing. is That's the most obnoxious she, thing she could have said. <laughs> we know from the Miss Americana documentary, when she was writing me, she was like, I think this is the first single. Mm-hmm. Like, shut up. You're telling me Cruel Summer was your favorite and you were that giddy about me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, yes, there was that cruel. There were a lot of Cruel Summer like hints in those videos that we did get. So I, I believe that it was going to be a single at some point. Do you think but, there's a music video? I think there should be a music video if that's the case. She said she was going to put it out and the COVID, COVID stopped well, we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. I'm curious and I'm pissed because I don't want a Cruel Summer music video right before Speak Now. What is she doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just watching that video like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Stop. You can't even handle the fact that you had a flop era. <laughs> Blame everyone but herself. Everyone but herself. So before we go, let's share the vault tracks that we're most excited for. And then are there any moments on the original Speak Now that you really need her to recreate? Like the breath in Last Kiss and the ha in Better Than Revenge for me. That's one. in Better Than Revenge is very important to me. (laughs) (laughs) If I can't scream whore... What's it all for? Because Haley says whore in Misery Business. When she performs it now, she goes, covers her mouth. But everyone in the crowd screams it for her and she pretends to be appalled and like points at us like we did something bad. And it's so fun and cute. It's so cute. Why can't Taylor have that kind of energy? Sorry, but she just, she's not going to say it, I don't think. <laughs> no, She barely really said don't. it in the first one. But we will be listening and we will be the only two people listening for that. So, <laughs> Is there anything else? I feel like I've seen, I've heard a lot of people say the like, don't you? Mm-hmm. Little part yeah, I need her now. sass. I need her voice to be at the same level that it was. Because mm-hmm. Red had some... Whew, Red had some problems. <laughs> yeah. She did not show up to the studio ready to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be interested to see. But yeah, mm-hmm. I have high standards and, you know, it's going to be hard to meet them. But she's the one who set them, so <laughs> she should be able to meet them. <laughs> That's what my problem is. Oh... <laughs> Yeah. So which vault track are you the most excited for? I feel like it's is pretty that obvious. even a question? Is that even a question? This yeah. is the song of my life. <laughs> which one am I most excited for, Kaya? You're most excited for... <laughs> uh, maybe I can see you? I am most excited for Foolish One. Okay. I think. I think is how I feel. Obviously, Electric Touch and Castle's Crumbling are really up there. For my, yeah. like, just w- everything that that means to me. Mm-hmm. So. I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited. This is what I've been begging for my whole life. <laughs> I can't believe we are gonna sit down on this podcast and we're gonna talk about Speak Now Taylor's version, having heard it. Wait, are you gonna come here so we can listen to them together? Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to sit and listen to Speak Now tracks for the first time with you. Yeah, it's actually not okay if we're not together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for being here. I, we really love doing this so much. And this is just such a fun community. And I love talking to you all on Instagram. And this is the peak for us because this is our album. Like, debut is going to be probably just as insane. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the most personal for us. So this is the this is an exciting time. If you enjoy this podcast, there are a couple ways you can support us. First, subscribe or follow on your podcast platform if you haven't already. It helps us because you'll never miss an episode and it helps you because... Kaya, you'll never miss an episode. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, leave us a five-star rating and review. This lets people know that our listeners, you right now, enjoy this podcast. And for all of our pathological people pleasers, follow us on Twitter at SwiftyPod13 and on Instagram at Further Explanation Pod. We post a lot of fun extra stuff over there and we chat with you all pretty consistently and it's super fun. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.